Mind. Welcome to another episode of Catholic Mindset Podcast, where we create Catholic content for Catholics. Today we have Deacon Vince Eberling. He is the original director for Region 14 for the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance. Welcome, Deacon Vince. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Alejandro. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. It's great to have you. And uh, can, can you lead us in prayer? Please. Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, uh, we thank you for calling us together today and sending your Holy Spirit to be with us. As in all ministry, uh, ministry to men, you tell us that wherever two or more gathered in your name, there you are in the midst. Thank you, Lord, for being our guest today and being with us as we, we talk about improving the spiritual life of Catholic men. We ask this as always in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Amen. Spirit. Amen. All right. So I have a starting question for you. Sure. What is your heart's, what does your heart desire the most? My heart desires the most to evangelize men and bring them to the foot of the cross where they can have a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in their own Catholic faith. Let's dive right in. What is the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance? The Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance is a group of men throughout the United States who have come together to serve other men, their brothers, to help them to come closer in their Catholic faith. One of the things that we've noticed throughout, the, let's say, maybe the last 20 years, is that men in, as a whole are underserved in our church. They don't uh, seem to be as engaged as, as what they were at one time. And we saw very good Catholic organizations like the Knights of Columbus that do wonderful things. Uh, but there are a lot of guys out there that don't join the Knights of Columbus or join other men's organizations. So what about those guys? You know, what do we do? Well, that's per the, the space that the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance kind of fits into. Uh, a group of men throughout the country saw the, the kind of sad state of where men are today in our church and, and in our world. If we look at all of the, the serious problems that happen um, in our church and, and our society in general. Usually if you trace back the beginning of the issue, it comes back to one man. And it comes back to a man who woke up in the morning and wanted to do the right thing. And because of all the uh, temptations and distractions and just the, the drudgery of day-to-day -day living, he gets pulled away from his faith. And instead, he becomes uh, just nothing but a worker. And he doesn't see himself as ever having value uh, beyond what it is that he does. So the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance was founded uh, to bring ministry to men to wherever they are. But particularly, uh, we'd like to, to have that in the parish. And I'll explain that this whole thing to you as we go along. The national uh, organization, the uh, Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance, was actually founded in 2017 by a priest, a deacon, 
and uh, a group of uh, laymen who were passionate about bringing Christ to their brothers uh, in uh, in the world. And uh, some of them, to, just to give you an idea, Father Larry Richards was one of them. He's on our board of directors. Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, um, Bill Moyer, who was one of the previous presidents of the National Federation of Catholic Men's Ministries, Matthew Kristoff, who was one of the, uh, he founded a, a organization called the Catholic Evangelization, hmm. and particularly his focus is on evangelizing men. Kevin O'Brien, who is the, uh, he's the leader of the Men in Christ in Milwaukee. It's one of the, the largest and strongest men's ministry <laughs> organizations in the country today. Uh, they have over 3,000 men at every one of their men's conferences that they have once a year. Plus, uh, they have other functions throughout the year that keep the men engaged. Uh, also, Robert Tunmire, who's our executive director and uh, our chief operating officer, he is the one who is uh, heavily involved in the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men. And that is probably the second largest one in the country today. They cover all over uh, Texas and uh, all of the diocese. They have contacts. So they've grown pretty rapidly over the years. Uh, some of the others are a fellow by the name of Pat Mortal, uh, Mike Lennon, uh, Matthew Straub, who's also one of the, uh, the, the men that's involved in uh, men in Christ. And what they have done is they've come together to look at different areas of the of the issue, different areas of the problem. How do we reach Catholic men? You know, if, if we see Catholic men at all, we might see them in church on Sunday. But more often than not, what, what do we see? We see the moms in church with the kids, but we don't see the men. So where are they? So you know this this ministry basically goes out and reaches men where they are, and then invites them to become more deeply involved in their faith. And we do that through a variety of ways. We bring men together in groups and small groups where they can uh, share life on life ministry. Um, we do that by um, offering various uh, educational materials where men can come together and view uh, videos and discuss questions that are pertinent to the video. And all of these videos are pertinent to the life of Catholic men. Um, and I'm get, let me give you the website for the, the videos because these are available to anyone. I like to say they're per, per, more pertinent to men, but sometimes women like to see them too. And uh, the website for the videos is heroicmen.com. All lowercase, all one word. And on that, you'll find uh, videos uh, like uh, Into the Breach, series that was made by uh, the uh, Knights of Columbus. And we post that there, both in English and in Spanish. Most of, most of our materials on Heroic Men uh, website are in English and in Spanish. So, and uh, they're, they're just a, a whole plethora of them. Matter of fact, you, you could probably binge just looking at the website, trying to figure out the resources 
for uh, an hour and a half to two hours. And it would probably take a lifetime to view everything that we have up there. We have testimonials from several bishops throughout the country who have endorsed what it is that the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance is doing, and particularly the idea of bringing men back closer into a relationship with their church. So to get back to, to the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance uh, directly, we have uh, a vision, and that vision is that every diocese in North America have a vibrant ministry to men. And that means that they're getting together on a regular basis. They're growing in their faith, whether that's through education or whether it's through uh, various things. Men come together a lot of times to do projects. Um, they'll come together and uh, and do um, right to life, uh, either marches or uh, saying the rosary outside of an abortion clinic. Uh, they'll do things uh, like deliver food to the, to the poor. Um, they also are active mm -hmm. in, in, uh, in various things around the parish. Father wants to get something done. He goes to his men's group and says, okay, guys, you know, this is what I need to have done. Can you do it? And these guys will do that because what we find is not only do men need a um, a, a deeper relationship in their faith but they need that camaraderie that men have when we work together in unison for a cause and the cause is our faith and the cause is our church too many things have attacked catholic men uh over the years particularly and uh, we we see that in uh, a lot of places we see that in uh, the, the dissolution of a lot of marriages and they could be anything. Uh, addictions, particularly, are, are very difficult area. Addictions to to alcohol, to drugs, uh, to pornography. Pornography is probably one of the biggest ones, and it's also the most silent. the the uh, The difficulty yes, with it is nobody talks about. It. So you know, if you get a group of guys together in a group and they come to an area in their relationship they trust one another they'll share that and they'll talk about it and they help one another to move out of that addiction and move into a a, a, a deeper face up because they can eliminate that sin from their lives I'm so sorry, did you have a question oh, okay yeah so this is this is supposed to be like a like a men's group like so let's say from mm -hmm. from the beginning let's say my first encounter with with you guys would be this for example right and mm -hmm. i said oh i like the i like the mission to help catholic men you know um improve in their day-to-day -day catholic lives mm -hmm. so and then i sign up to 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 be part of this right but my church doesn't mm -hmm. have a catholic men's uh leadership alliance group mm -hmm. right but we have other mm -hmm. men groups Mm -hmm. We have the the Emmaus before, like for example, which is yes. which is very popular. And I know that pre pre podcast mm -hmm. um, when we first gathered, mm -hmm. you mentioned that that could be a good addition to it. But let's say we're from scratch. I meet you. Mm -hmm. I'm interested. Mm -hmm. I want to bring into my parish. What are those first steps? What kind of resources? Because I I, I don't know, right? But mm -hmm. I can gather some. I can gather some men. So what what are those first steps? 
The, the first steps would, is, are really this, and I'm glad that you did mention Emmaus because that's a very excellent starting point. But remember, what Emmaus does is we bring them in off the weekend and we find something for them to do, which is work. Mm. And, and that's good because men do need something to do, which is work. But we need to build also their fellowship with one another. So the very first thing, even if you didn't have an Emmaus in your parish, the very first thing would be this. And that would be to find uh, maybe another man or, or two men in your parish that had uh, that share that vision of bringing a, um, an organization into the parish. Or not really an organization, because actually... The, what you're doing is ministry to men, which would encompass your entire parish and any place where your parish touches men. So the first thing would be to have a leadership team come together, uh, sit and, and discuss what it is that you would like to do for your men or what you would like to have your men do, do together. And then we, we can plug resources into that, but that's further down the line. After you've done that, this idea of bringing together that leadership team, then you need to talk to your pastor first. And your pastor uh, is a busy guy. Mm -hmm. So what we tell the, the guys that are going to do this, um, when you go to your pastor, the first thing out of your mouth has to be this. Father, this is not going to cost you any more of your time. <laughs> And then he'll take a nice deep breath and sigh. And then you say, Father, also, <clears throat> this isn't going to cost you a dime out of what you are taking in in your collection right now. We're men, we're grownups, and, and we pay our own bills. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's the, the very first thing that you say to your pastor. And then he'll say, well, what do you have in mind? Because what you know, we would like to have an event, a kickoff event for our men in the parish. And if you have an Emmaus, you already have a head start because you have some men who have come off the, the Emmaus weekend that bonded together on that weekend, whether they were at their table or, or whether it was just with other guys that they met on the weekend in the parish. They have common interests, uh, maybe children in common age groups, um, or different things in life that brought them together uh, as well as their faith. Mm -hmm. So with that kind of thing in mind, we, we start to figure out what would be an event that would be tied to their faith, that would be something that would be common to most of the men in the parish. And usually we would keep that first event kind of light because we don't want to say to them, okay, guys, um, we're going to start a Bible study like Deacon Vince did, and we want you to sign on for the next 20 years. <laughs> Good luck with that, right? <laughs> so that is not the way that happens. So we, we ask them for a commitment, let's say an hour a week for the next four weeks. And we're going to do, and you give them the, the subject matter, and like I say, the, the materials, you can get those off of the uh, Heroic Men website. Or you can do a book, or you can even do the Sunday readings for the coming Sunday. 
And, you know, the, the thing that's really good about that is that most Catholics don't know what's going to be read on Sunday until they get there. Mm-hmm. But just by reading the the readings and then discussing them, it brings them more alive when Father talks about them on Sunday. So what, what do we what do we do? We get together, we talk about them, and then you can do something either directly or indirectly, uh, uh, like Lexio Divina, mm. or what I like to call Lexio Divina Light. Now. Lexia Divina is not that difficult to do, but it has a scary name. So if you haven't done it, it's probably a little difficult. You bring your guys together and you say, you read the the uh, uh, the readings for the day, particularly the gospel, even if you only have time for the gospel. Read the gospel. And then ask, ask them to focus on one verse or one word in that gospel reading that touched them. And then to tell to, to tell the group what that word was that touched them and what it what really uh, caused that to resonate with them. Okay. And that's nice and light, non-threatening. It doesn't get to go ahead. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so let, let me see if I understand so far. I have we have the first mm-hmm. brainstorming session mm-hmm. with men that want to become leaders. Then right. we talk to our pastor, let him know that this is going to be, you know, no additional mm-hmm. burden on on him and right. all the things that he's doing on a day to day. Then we do a kickoff event where we invite other men okay. to, you know, for maybe some light sight, some light snacks, and talk about what you know uh, the Catholic Men Leadership Alliance is and what it has to bring. And right. then ask mm-hmm. for some sort of like commitment for those that want to come or, or meet on a weekly thing. And then from there we could do. We can do um, get ready for Sunday readings. We could do Lexio, right? Like Lexio Divina, right? And and uh-huh. anything that would be of interest to those fellows at first. Now, as you as you in the first before you do this, that your kickoff event mm-hmm. has to be like a one day or Saturday morning thing, mm-hmm. where you you kind of introduce this <clears throat> not only to the men but to listen to them. And a lot of times when okay. you listen to them, you find out what it is that they're really interested in, what's touching their lives at that particular time. And then your core team goes to to, <clears throat> to work trying to um, shape a program that's going to be of interest to most of the men in the parish. Light, it doesn't have to be restrictive, anything like that. And from that that program, once you've, you've launched that, these guys have gotten together and talked about that. Um, then your your ministry actually begins to grow. And see, what you're doing is not so much the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance, but the ministry to men in your parish. And I think you're in St. Agnes, is that correct? Yes. So it would be the ministry to men of St. Agnes Parish. And, and what about... Go ahead, uh-huh. I'm sorry. So, and what happens is that when you have many of these that form in different parishes, you will find that they want to get together on a larger uh, scale or larger basis and meet other guys in other parishes. But now this is much further down down the road. Um, There are a lot of them out there already that, that have existed for a long time. And they just, people just don't know about them. 
you know, it's like I say, if, uh, most of the time it's difficult to get things in parish bulletins because of space. But then also, uh, they, there's just so many places, so many churches. Mm -hmm. To get all that information out there is very difficult to do. Um, what about mm -hmm. resources for the core team? Because I'm assuming that the core team also is men who are busy and they have, some of them could be married, some of them could not be, and they have work. Yeah. What mm -hmm. kind of support? Because this is supposed to be different than any other group, right? Yes, right. So what mm -hmm. kind of resources, I guess, are available for core teams to provide a more uh, focus? I'm assuming I don't know anything. Right. Okay. I signed up to you guys because I want to, I like the mission, but I still don't know sure. how to guide my fellow man into being more <laughs> of a Catholic man in the world. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that's where the, that's really where the boots hit the ground. Now we do have a book that, uh, that we worked on for quite a few years. Okay. And it, it's called uh, no man left behind Catholic edition. And that's available both in English and in Spanish now. And uh, that tells you pretty much how do you go about building this thing. Okay. And of course, if you don't want to follow the book, you let us know. What we what we try to do is get you on uh, your core team on a Zoom call or in person with a group uh, uh, as a group with one of our corporate trainers. So we have trainers that will actually train you how to do this. Perfect. And they'll talk with you and work with you and. Uh, you know, we're we're going to do this in a, a under an hour video, but the process will probably take about a year or so before you're ready to really kick something off in the parish. And and the the idea is what is beyond uh, what it is that we're doing in the parish right now. We have men that do everything in our parish, but what are we giving back to them in terms of what is of value to them? So what we what we try to do with all of this is to give them what they want in terms of what they need. Uh, for example, just to give you an, an idea of um, different things that, that you could do. Let's say that you have, uh, for most of your group, the largest part of your group, you're in uh, the early stage of your of your work life and you have bills and you have a mortgage and you have uh, all kinds of expenses that are going crazy. How do you manage that? Well, we could actually have a, a group to sit down with you and explain to you how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So we could, you know, that's, it's, that's one of the resources, but you, you know, the, the very first thing is find out what it is that they want and, and also what they need. Because in a, a lot of times, if you're in your early stages of parenting, um, when you come home from the hospital, nobody gives you a book about how to raise this new human being that you've invited into your house. Yeah. So you know, it's all of a sudden my life, our lives have changed. They're upside down. Now, what do I do with this? <clears throat> so um, you, there are things that you can do with that. Um, there are things that you can do with what What do I do with my career? And then how do I balance all of this? How do I balance my relationship with God, my relationship with my spouse, my relationship with my family? And 
still do that job that pays the bills mm -hmm. and gives me the opportunity to to do the other things. So, so you would help, uh, I guess, the men in the group, Catholic Men Leadership Alliance can help men in different aspects of their life. So it's right. fairly broad in terms of like the resources that are available and, and the mm -hmm. guidance. So that's yeah. why it's important to know um, what the men are interested in or need. Exactly. Okay. And then then a lot of times there, there, there are resources <laughs> that they would be led to that within, let's say, the, the first year, you decide, okay, well, I really, we really do want to form all of our men um, in an area <clears throat> of family. We might recommend to you the, the uh, uh, one of our allies who is uh, That Man Is You. And that Man Is You has programs that last for um, 13 weeks in the uh, yeah, 13 weeks in the fall and 13 weeks in the spring. And what it does is it brings together the men on a, a uh, once a week basis. They have a video presentation. They have a little talk. Uh, they have breakfast uh, or even coffee and donuts. Uh, they do life on life sharing on whatever that video happened to be. And then in a, at, by an hour, they're adjourned and out of there. So you could do it early in the morning before you go to work. Or if, if it's the kind of thing where everybody has to drop their kids off for school, drop the kids off for school, and then we go to our That Man Is You group. And uh, we, we do that. And then after that's done, we rush off to work. So it depends on what it is that you want to do and when you want to schedule it. You know, I think I, I told you early on, one of the things that I did was I formed two Bible studies. The guys told me they want to learn more about their Bible. So I said, okay, well, let's do that. But then I had two groups. I had some guys that uh, they got up early in the morning. They like getting up early in the morning. They go either go to the gym or they go to the gym, then go to mass, then go to work. I mean, these are real A-types. So they that's what they do. And I'd have other guys that say, I don't get out of bed that early in the morning. So what do you got for me at night? So we ended up with one Bible study in the evening and one in the morning. And the, the, that Bible study became the vehicle that brought these men closer and closer together. Now, you know, if it lasted for 16 years at six o'clock in the morning, and it's it's even on a a, a a virtual call. They ain't coming for the coffee. They're coming for the scripture, but they're also even more importantly coming for the fellowship. And that's one of the main things that's missing in our church for men, particularly, is that fellowship, that opportunity to get together with like-minded men who share that faith bond and want to grow in their faith, whatever that happens to be. And like I said, I've seen these groups do all kinds of different things. They'll, they'll go off and, and learn more and more about what it is that they're the most interested in. And if they get tired of that, or they come to an end of something, 
if you take a look at uh, heroic men, you will never run out of material, honestly. And every month, the um, the heroic men website puts up what we call a summit. And the summit deals with one particular aspect in a man's life. Um, we have, we've had summits on fatherhood. We've had summits on uh, finance. We've had summits on um, uh, St. Joseph. We've had summits on the Eucharist. And every month, if you sign up on the, the um, Heroic Men website, they'll just send, they send you one email a month to tell you what the summit is that's coming up and what the date and time is. It's usually on a Saturday morning. So they'll, uh, um, once they, you've, you get this, you can go online with it, look at it. You can record it. And a lot of times we have it recorded and then put it up on the, uh, uh, on the Heroic Men platform afterwards. So you get your group together, listen to this thing, and then talk about it. Because each one of these touches a different aspect of a man's life. His spirituality, uh, his relationship with God, his relationship with his wife, his relationship with his children, relationship with his parents. And what we find a lot of times is that when men come face to face, <clears throat> excuse me, with God in this uh, experience, they actually become better workers as well. It starts in this small place where guys feel comfortable together. And then in feeling that, that comfort, they can go out and explore different aspects of their faith. Um, the, the, their, uh, even outside of uh, heroic men, there are things like the Bible in a year that Father Mike Schmitz is doing with Ascension. Uh, and he'll be doing catechism in a year starting in January. So there are all kinds of things that you guys can, can do together. But remember, whatever it is that you're doing, the vehicle is what that is. It's In other words, we're all getting into the same car and we're going on a journey someplace. The important thing is not the car that we're going in. It's the journey that we're having together as men. And we continue to move on that journey from where we are to where God wants us to be. And that always changes. It's always a, a, an adventure that's never done. And men are geared for adventure. That's what we want to do. We want to have that mountaintop experience. You know, we want to have the, the, uh, the feeling that you have, uh, let's say on the, on Sunday, of the Emmaus weekend. Got it. And tell me about your conferences. You guys do that as well, alongside of the summit. The summits and the conferences yes. are separate. Right. Well, that this is now that, that what, what we're going to do, we're going to change gears here a little bit. <laughs> the conferences that they're had are had by the individual diocese throughout the United States. Now, just to, I'm going to kind of shrink that down and give you just the uh, the idea of what our region does. In the region, region 14, there are 12 dioceses. Seven of those dioceses are in the state of Florida. Two are in Georgia. 
One is in South Carolina, if you can imagine a state that has only one diocese for the whole state. Wow. And then North Carolina has two. So what a lot of, of the dioceses do, and most dioceses in the state of Florida, except for one, has had a men's conference, uh, and out of the seven, uh, six had planned men's conferences for the past year. Two of those were um, uh, were canceled because of COVID concerns and and, and, and attendance. Because just coming out of the uh, COVID restrictions, a lot of times people were not registering, signing up. Mm. But in the other diocese, the other five, each one of them had a men's conference. There were, our men's conference for the Archdiocese of Miami was on May 21st and 22nd of this year at uh, Nativity Parish in Hollywood. What we uh, what we did is we actually uh, got a hotel that gave us a good rate, and guys that were coming from a, a long distance, like for example, if you were coming up from the Florida Keys, uh, Key West, or or uh, uh, Big Pine, that's a long drive to come up there for Friday night, turn around, go home, and come back the next day. So we we booked uh, our block rooms. So these guys could stay overnight at the hotel and then be able to be there for the next morning for the conference. And most two-day conferences do that, even though most conferences are one day. They're on a Saturday. But we had our conference, like I say, in May. And uh, there were conferences in um, the Diocese of St. Petersburg, the Tampa Bay Men's Conference. Uh, there was a men's conference in, uh, in the Atlantic this year that's run by a, uh, an independent uh, group of men from a parish up there, and they are Live for More Men's uh, Ministry. That's run by a young man named uh, Jonathan Sire. And uh, they had their own, their own conference right there in the parish. They had, a, they had another conference in the uh, Diocese of Orlando. They had one in the Diocese of the Palm Beaches. And uh, then, let's see, I think that was it. That was it. There was, uh, there was one scheduled for the, the Diocese of St. Augustine, and there was one uh, scheduled for the Diocese of Venice. And both of those were canceled just for this year. Okay. What can people expect in this conference? Well, we have speakers, usually nationally known speakers, or at least regionally known speakers that we have come in and talk about conferences or, or talk about not conference, but talk about their um, experiences in life or talk about how men can grow closer in their relationship with Christ. Uh, this year we had uh, Father Celsus Aguiste. And he is a, was a charismatic priest from Dominica. He did our opening and our closing for the uh, the men's conference. We had a speaker come from uh, uh, Tampa, St. Petersburg. His name is Jeff Joachim. And he gave uh, his personal witness of his own conversion. And then his healing experience from uh, being involved in an abortion when he was 17 years old. Uh, we had another man that came in, a deacon, who is actually, uh, even though he's one of ours from South Florida, he 
worked in uh, the uh, in North Carolina in his family's business. But he came down and gave us a talk about his life and his conversion experience and, uh, and, and his life and, and how he saw and met Christ in so many different ways. And uh, so that, that, that just, just gives you kind of a picture of what that is. The talks are usually about 45 minutes. Uh, the guys have, we have plenty of time for the guys that are attending a conference to talk. We have exhibitors uh, that are there to, from all kinds of things. This year, uh, we did have a table there for the Knights of Columbus for sign up. We had another table that the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance put up. I man, manned that one. And we give away free materials. Uh, to guys that would help them in their uh, process to form men's ministries in their parish. And also things that would be kind of interesting to have. Um, and, and they're all free. Uh, one of the things we handed out in addition to the No Man Left Behind Catholic Edition book was a small prayer book. And the small prayer book is full of prayers for men. And it's... Uh, its size is small enough that it would fit in your shirt pocket. So it's one of the things that we find as we go along. There's a lot of guys that really don't know their prayers, whether they weren't taught them or, or whatever, or they're ones that they just hadn't prayed a lot. Um, by giving them this book, wherever they happen to be, it, even if they're stuck in traffic, instead of, getting all hot under the collar, they can open their little prayer book and say prayer. Got it. While they're waiting. So anywhere that you are, you got that prayer book with you. You don't have to worry about whether you remember it or not. You just have it with you and you can read it right out of the book. And we find this is a very valuable tool for men across the country. And like I said, we give this away for free. So there were other, um, we did have other vendors there. I can't remember right off the top of my head what all they were doing. We have had people come in, um, for example, uh, Compass Catholic. And what they do is they give you uh, a uh, an overview of their financial freedom program. You know, we a lot of the Protestant churches have um, help available for people that are having trouble with their finances. Well, Compass Catholic is the Catholic version of doing that. How do you tie your money to your faith? And what's that relationship look like? And how do you live it? And so, you know, there, there'd be various people like that with different things that they would want to um, sell or to give away uh, at, the, at the conference. And Got it's it. the same as uh, conferences all over the state were exactly that way. Um, in addition to the state of Florida, there was a conference in Savannah, Georgia this year. There was uh, one in South Carolina that had to be canceled once again, COVID concern. Uh, and there was one in uh, North Carolina or in uh, at Charlotte. And it was very, that one was very well attended. A lot of vendors from all over the place. Uh, there was a fellow there was selling Marion t-shirts, for example. That is his, that was his ministry. He goes from one men's conference to another and sells these, these shirts. Uh, and they're beautiful, beautifully done. 
Um, there were other guys there from Catholic radio stations that were uh, they were talking about their um, uh, their offerings and uh, where you could connect with their radio stations. So that that one was it was really interesting. Um, so, but what we're hoping to do now is when those other dioceses that didn't have them would be to help them mm. build a men's conference of their own. Because many of us have many, many years of experience putting together men's conferences. So you got all that experience, you know where the problems are and how to avoid them. So you you, uh, you have people that will just offer you that kind of information. Like myself, we put on 12 um, annual conferences for the Archdiocese of Miami. They've done the same in... Uh, St. Petersburg and uh, Palm Beach, they've done 18. So there, you know, there's a world of experience that you gain from doing these, you know, you, you learn what to do and you particularly learn what not to do. So, you know, sure. that way we can prevent others from making the same mistakes that we made. So what does the future hold for the rest of the year and beyond for the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance? It's a continual growth process. Uh, one of the things that we have done within the past year that's, that's actually getting larger is to further involve the deacons throughout the United States in the process of ministry to men. Uh, deacons are uh, usually married. They have families. They have jobs in the world. And men kind of have a tendency to, to really more relate to them because they actually live in the same world. So we're growing that out in the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance. Uh, we will continue uh, to find uh, area leaders in all of our dioceses throughout the United States. And particularly, we, we have a couple of openings in, uh, in uh, the Southeast region. We're looking for somebody in uh, the uh, Diocese of Pensacola to, to be our leader up there for that, for that diocese. So our mission, as we go along, will continue. Our mission is to instruct and disciple all Catholic men to a deeper transformational relationship with Jesus Christ. And our approach is really kind of simple. And, it, and we try to keep all these things simple so that we can remember them in the first place and we can have other people remember them as well. Our approach is to strengthen the man. When we strengthen the man, we strengthen the family. When we strengthen the family, we strengthen the church. When we strengthen the church, we transform the culture. And that's what that, that that's what it's really about. Our church is hurting, and we need men to step up and to man up and to become the men that God intended them to be in Jesus Christ. So that's that's what we're going to continue to do as we go forward, is live into that mission and into that approach. Um, what about uh, more conferences coming up, or is it just next year now? Well, we we have our Miami Men's Conference scheduled for uh, February, I believe it's the weekend of February the 23rd. It's the first Saturday after Ash Wednesday. And it will be at Nativity Church in Hollywood. 
we don't. Uh, we have two speakers. There could be two uh, two priests who are brothers. They're going to be there, uh, but I think we're going to have another uh, speaker that we're still working on, um, and that will last two days. It'll be Friday night and uh, and Saturday. You don't have to come to both Friday night and Saturday, but if you do, you get the full thing. When, what we try to do with this is we make the conference available for free. And we do this by supporting that with a golf tournament that we'll announce in uh, for December, December the 2nd, I believe it is. And that's how we fund it. Uh, but uh, at the conference, uh, we, uh, we give you coffee and donuts in the morning. Um, we feed you lunch. Um, there's, uh, snacks and, uh, uh, beverages available all day. Uh, and you have, uh, two to three world-class speakers that come in talking on men's topics. We have mass and we have time for fellowship. We close with adoration of the blessed sacrament. You know, what more can you ask for than that? Sounds good. Uh, and uh, that, that's just for ours, but there are others available, too, that, you know, we actually do post those on our website, uh, CatholicMenLeaders.com. If you went on there, you could find every Catholic men's conference that we know of that is being uh, planned for the United States and Canada. Got it. So, you know, no matter where you are, you could be at a men's conference. Wonderful. Um, okay. Now, did you have another question you wanted to ask me? Yeah, just just uh -huh. more like I know yeah. that we're running out of time, more of a closing uh -huh. question. Uh, what is your favorite part of the Catholic faith? My favorite part of the Catholic faith is the Eucharist. Um, and I, it's uh, one of the things that particularly as a deacon, you're so close to that all the time. Uh, and, and, you know, you, you're really very deeply uh, drawn to the mystery you're very deeply drawn to knowing that christ is there in the eucharist right before you and that to me is is the favorite part that's kind of like what pulls everything together in the catholic faith um when we we look at at the eucharist it has uh, as we we chant and the benediction uh you've given them bread from heaven having all goodness within it and the the goodness of life is summed up that when jesus left us and went back to the father he left with us his body and blood and you only get that in a catholic church so yeah that's my favorite favorite thing and along those lines, one of the things that the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance has done is we've come alongside the USCCB in uh, helping them to promote the uh, Eucharistic processions and the Eucharistic uh, uh, renewal that's taking place in our country in the next three years. That is the so U.S. We, bishops, right? The U.S. Conference right, of the bishops. United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Bishop. Uh, Cousins is one who sent out the the original thing, and when we called them, they uh, they needed help in trying to uh, 
to get the word out. So we take that and put that word out among all of our uh, uh, our ministries. Any anywhere we have group men to get together, we try to promote the Eucharist. We try to promote uh, men spending time in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Um, you know, even even in addition to the Eucharistic processions that we'll have on Corpus Christi. And uh, we're, we're really hope, and this is our goal, would be to have a Eucharistic procession in every archdiocese in the United, every diocese in the United States for Corpus Christi for 2023. Uh, well, I'm hoping that, you know, the COVID won't uh, come in and cause a problem with that again, which it, it has done. But in most of the diocese, we're seeing this Eucharistic renewal, but not everybody has the information. So that's what we're trying to do is get more of that information out. As a matter of fact, one of our, our summits will be on the Eucharist. Got it. Uh, and so I think, you, you know, when you, you check out um, Heroic Men, and I, I really uh, encourage your audience to go on there. Uh, all lowercase, all one word, heroicmen.com. Uh, you put your email in there, everything's free. Uh, you won't get uh, annoying emails, except for maybe once a month, <laughs> you'll get one that tells you of what the summit is mm -hmm. that we have for men for that month. Yeah, I get them. I signed up, I get them. It's, I definitely encourage people to do that. I'll put all the links in the show notes and comments so that they have that available. Uh, Nick and Vince, thank you so much for doing this and telling us about the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance and what you guys are doing for Catholic men across the country. Alejandro, thank you so much. God bless you. <laughs>